guys. Hello and welcome back. I'm Jojo Fraser. It's time for a Mojo Injection, episode 147. Boom, bam, bosh, back. New year, new series. Can't believe we're halfway through February already. Holy moly. Um, and I just really want to get as much as I can out of this year. I want to bring as much positivity and inspiration to this podcast as I can. It's a place I love and I've been really reflecting this year. So started off with COVID, still feeling a bit brutal by the way, just feel like I had a battering physically and mentally. Um, but yeah, just trying to be kind to myself and do all the things that I know are good for me. And I shared a very honest blog this week on mummyjojo.com, writing a letter to myself um, because I was thinking about pictures. I've been reading a book about, you know, um, it's a comedy book about the nonsense side of social media. I was chatting to someone the other day as well and they were saying, you know, life's quite tough. They don't want to put pictures up where they look really happy because, you know, they're they're not in a great place. They're, you know, they're seeing someone they love really unwell and think if they put the picture up, then friends have not seen in a while. I'll be like, oh, life looks great. And, you know, it's quite a powerful conversation. And that inspired that post because it took me back to two years ago when everyone was saying to me, life looks great. And there was a lot of exciting things happening, but I was really unwell and didn't know it. And I was looking at this picture that I'd shared of me smiling and actually was so lost at the time. And I, I would encourage you to kind of look back on hard times and write yourself a letter of how far you've come, like what you've kind of got out of tough times, the lessons you've learned, um, and and have a bit of fun with it. Um, so yeah, I've been thinking about that. So you can check out that blog, mummyjojo.com. And I want us to do things that help us to feel lighter. I want us to meet new people in this space. And my guest this week, Manda, is just lovely. We recorded in Egypt and the Wi-Fi wasn't great. So kept it fairly short and snappy, but lots of... Um, gems of advice in here from Amanda about laughter, speaking from a scientific point of view about why we need it for ourselves. And I just personally love laughter yoga. You have to put the ego out the window. Like I did it in Brighton, adored it. Something I want to incorporate more into my speaking work as well, because it's so much fun. And uh, even if you're faking it, I find you can really just start ripping into natural laughter. It's contagious, especially when you're with other people. So I was saying to Amanda I did at Christmas some of my family were creasing themselves and then some were like like my oldest brother was like what are you doing he was really freaked out and I remember when I'd been uh, in the final list for come down with me and they were like what's your entertainment gonna be and I was like laughter yoga and they were like just show us and I was doing some with the cast and they were creasing themselves honestly it's such a lovely practice so Amanda talked you through some things you can do at home I'll share some on reels I'll put myself out there and I'll make a fool of myself laughing like a loon because you know uh when we take ourselves too seriously that's when it all goes a bit tits up so um, Amanda's trained under the founder of um, Laughter Yoga, Dr. Madan Kataria, um, and she's one of the UK's most active and experienced laughter yoga teachers. So I'll put all her details in the show notes if you want to find her. Um, she lives in the internationally acclaimed community in the highlands of Scotland called Findhorn. She has a beach hut, I believe. She invited me to her beach hut, so I'll need to take her up on that. Um, 
and have some laughter, love with her. Um, but yeah, in Egypt, normally goes to Thailand, but obviously with travel restrictions. So she was sitting chilling in the sun while I was kind of in freezing Bonnie Scotland. But that's the power of um, technology. Um, so Amanda has been involved in the laughter movement for many, many years. She's clearly very passionate about it and um, she loves Thailand. She loves laughter yoga and she loves leading sessions for young people, elderly people, Chinese businessmen, teachers and a whole variety of folk. She's such an interesting um, gal and she's 70 and she's just still living life to the full and to the max. And I loved her chat about that too. I loved her chat about going in and speaking with older people, about smiling and the pencil trick and all the things she talks about so on that note let's just jump in let's get Amanda on let's wake up the mojo guys laugh with me check out my reels uh, of laughter yoga um, and at instagram at jojo freeze and mojo and um, connect with me guys if you want to come on the podcast or is there anyone you'd like to see on it drop me a line at mommyjojoblog at gmail.com and let's do it let's jump in all the way in Egypt hopefully the wi-fi is kind to us and um, want to hear all about you so how are you doing today <laughs> yeah I'm doing I'm doing fine thanks Jojo I've just had my um my breakfast on the roof in the sunshine um stroking the cats I mean there's cats everywhere in Egypt and um yeah doing well and the sky looks blue and beautiful. It's a little bit grey in Scotland today, but I'll be grateful either way for whatever we get. But um, well done to you. So, you know, you are, as I've said in the intro, one of the UK's kind of laughter leaders. Um, and you've obviously got a real passion for it. And you travel and you teach. And um, tell us, where did this all start? Okay, um, I was actually out in New Zealand um, about 15 years ago and I was at a, a Christmas celebration and there was this old geezer there, he was like in his late 70s and he was started doing some laughter yoga exercises like one after the other and I was pretty impressed and how he could remember them for example. Um, and I t spoke to him afterwards and he said, well, you can do a two day training yourself back in the UK. So um, I, when I got back, I did my two day training. Then I, I set up a laughter club in the community where I, I live in the Highlands um, of Scotland. And then I went to India to do a five day training with the founder, Dr. Madan Kataria which then allowed me to teach others how to be laughter leaders. Oh, wow. So with a two-day course, can you teach people after that, or is that more just for your own life? So the two-day course, um, at the end of the two-day course, you can then go off. You have a, quite a lot of resources that are given by me, and you have a very clear map. It's a very hands-on course. And at, at, um, after it, you can go and start a laughter club straight away oh. if, if one has the inclination. But a lot of people do the course to start with just for their own 
well-being but you you never know where it's going to go it's like sowing a seed you know i i train somebody i train them you know i've trained them in india in uh, south korea in egypt um and you know after several years suddenly they'll contact me and say i want to start a laughter club you never know some people start straight away some people take a bit more time it's amazing so i first tried laughter yoga in brighton on a hen weekend and it was about oh goodness 12 years ago or something like that and i just took to it straight straight away and absolutely loved it and actually at christmas time so the family were around and i was doing a couple of the things I remembered and my sister-in-law was creasing herself she was laughing so much whereas my brother was like what are you doing this is strange like you know he was almost so there seems to be two reactions you can you can kind of get into it and start laughing away and loving it or there's that kind of hold back fear of it almost yeah that's true so um I lead people in very gently you know through the breath usually because there is a lot of resistance to laugh for no reason which is the essence of laughter yoga um but when you explain the science to people saying that it's been proven that the body doesn't know the difference between real laughter and fake laughter so even if you're going through the motions of laughter <laughs> for example the body, the diaphragm's moving, the body thinks, ah, Manda's laughing, and starts to release the endorphins. So there's no discrimination between real and fake laughter. So then people suddenly start to see, you know, the, the, how it makes a bit more sense. And I also um, invite people to throw out their adult judgmental minds for the next hour, see it as an experiment. You know, just let yourself go into it and try and not judge it too much. So that's another little technique I use for those that are a bit resistant. That's amazing. How has the laughter practice then changed your life and your health? Um, so it's definitely given me, I'm 70 now. And so I discovered it quite late on in my life. And it's given me... Um, uh like an it's given me an extra dimension to myself mm -hmm. um and it's it's given me a role somehow um which it, when you get to my age you know it, it is uh easy to fall into oh i'm now i'm finished and you know da di da and nobody wants me my kids have gone and you know it's easy to fall into that sort of slight depression but I feel now I've got a, a you know something to do basically uh, to spread laughter to lead laughter groups wherever I am train people to be laughter leaders um, Dr Kataria's world mission is that um, he wants a million laughter clubs uh, in the next 10 years and then he says that's towards world peace so that's the sort of overall vision Oh, what a beautiful vision to have, right? To have more people laughing and, and releasing. So do you practice yourself every day just to get those natural endorphins coming? 
did do back in the day. Um, nowadays, I have more of a um, smiling practice. Mm-hmm. So um, it's called the inner smile. It's a Buddhist practice, actually, originally. And it's smiling when I go to bed, smiling when I wake up, and uh, smiling during the day. It's not very far from me. Now, this is, you know, I'm not laughing, but it's like well on the way. And again, that is proven to um, release the endorphins. So um, I, I, I lead ball groups, you know, be active, live long. I don't know if you have them in Edinburgh, but in Morayshire, we have these groups for older people. And I go and do some sessions there and I always take new pencils and I give them, I say, look, this pencil can change your life. And then they're all sitting there in their wheelchairs, you know, wondering what's going to come. And so the, the scientific background is that if you put a pencil in a smiling mouth, not a frowning mouth, smiling mouth, it's again, it's the same principle. The, the smiling muscles are being activated and you're tricking the body into releasing the endorphins. So I say to them, I leave them their laughter pencils. And I say, you know, if you're going to sit and watch the tally or do your knitting or whatever you're doing, you know, sit for, you know, at least 10 minutes a day with your smiling pencil. And I had one woman and I went back a year later and she'd been doing it and she said she'd noticed the difference. Amazing. Oh, such simple things, but it's so easy to take it for granted and forget, right? I know when I'm concentrating, I've got this really, not a very attractive face to sort of stick my chin out, you know, if I'm really focusing on something and it would be nicer to sort of, get the smile as a natural and just do it all the more so it's really good to have these little things that people can build into their lives and make a huge impact right exactly so tell us a bit more about what you're doing then so you're in Egypt is it mainly teaching you're doing out there and you spend most so a lot of the winter in Egypt and then you go back to Fintorn is that right and yeah yeah I, I yeah I'm either in Egypt or I usually go to Thailand or I've been to India you know it's all about the travel restrictions nowadays um and in Egypt is pretty easy to get into at the moment so yeah I lead um I lead regular laughter clubs um on my rooftop um and it's an hour long process and we do laughter exercises and playing and singing and being like children. Um, and there's some, uh, breathing exercises and relaxing at the end. So it's not just all about laughing. It's more about accessing a childlike state. Mm, And, uh, it's definitely a release, a release goes on, you know, um, people, at the beginning of the session I asked people to look round the faces and then we look round at the end and there is a noticeable difference in shining eyes and flushed cheeks and just a general brightness around because of all the extra oxygen um, that one has had in the body through the laughter because the exhaling, exhaling, exhaling um, we're doing more exhaling than inhaling. So we're replacing the stale oxygen with fresh oxygen. That's another key factor, the I, breath. I love that. And do you think as children, 
we can access that just easily because of our state of mind and our openness. Oh, definitely. Um, there's studies to show. I think it's something like uh, uh, laughing like three, four hundred times a day, whereas as adults, you know, that goes down to like you know twenty or something. It, it's through it's through the stress mm -hmm. that the adult, as they get older and older, laugh less and less. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, through more stressful life. Yeah. So to get back to that childhood state, we need to remove the stress. <laughs> well, you know, you can train your body like anything else. That's another expression I use in my trainings. It's like, imagine you're in a laughter gym. Mm -hmm. You can train your body to, to smile or to laugh more regularly just in the same way, just as I say, starting with the smiling practice. Mm -hmm. And there are, they reckon 10 minutes a day of hearty laughter is enough to um, replace the stale air in the cells and to, and to uh, replace them with fresh oxygen. And then um, it's much harder to get diseases like cancer if you've got fresh, oxygen in the cells so this 10 minutes of hearty laughter which doesn't sound a lot but actually when you start to laugh for 10 minutes it is quite a lot you wouldn't get that with your friends just out on a night out mainly unless there's a lot of alcohol around <laughs> so um there is actually a laughter telephone line in the uk that um is at seven o'clock every morning um i think you pay five pounds or something a month um, and you pick the phone up, you laugh for 10 minutes with other people on the phone, and then you put the phone down again. <laughs> it is but at least you get your 10 minutes in of that um, laughter from the belly, from the diaphragm. That's where it's at. And is it just people, the laughter that gets people laughing? It's, it's like a sort of phone laughter yoga session almost. It's a phone laughter, yo. You don't see any faces, which you know it would help if one sees the faces, obviously, because it's uh, it's like infectious. But they say ten minutes of hearty laughter is equal to thirty minutes on a rowing machine. Oh, wow! You know because it's a a, a powerful cardio workout. Wow. That is brilliant. Do you find there's one sort of technique that gets people laughing more or one entry to it where there's less resistance? Well, I, I you know, I think the breath is key to everything. So I, I start off and, you know, we take a deep breath in through the nose and then we, then we laugh out a laughter sound and it's so obviously fake but it's getting the sounds starting to reverberate in the body, like breathing into the nose. Ha, 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 And it often does. Some, something as simple as that in a group can turn to real laughter, but it doesn't have to turn to real laughter. That's the point. It can be fake laughter throughout the whole session. Yeah. And you still get the health benefits.
So if someone's listening at home, that could be a nice little entry for them to get into. So breathe in through your nose. Yeah. And breathe out the laughter sound. Ha ha. Ha 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 ha. You keep exhaling, exhaling, exhaling. Yeah. <laughs> and then once you hear that, see for me, I, once I hear it, I do actually get going. I just love it. <laughs> yeah. It's great. But, uh, you know, the joy that um, I saw my sister in law's face when I was just doing, I just started to laugh and go, ah, you just creasing herself. And it was just so much joy. But I thought it was hilarious. The, the resistance as well like <laughs> so it, yeah it's amazing that you've got these actual techniques to, to really help people feel lighter yeah. feel more free right it's freeing yeah exactly it does free the emotions and you know another little technique is like having a little um pack of cards and it's and the game is called laugh like so if you're at a party or anything um you, you could say oh let's play a game and, and then you have laugh like you know a toothless witch or laugh like um there's no tomorrow and you just pull these cards out and one could do it with your children as well it's a fun way family activity uh, laugh like a cat laugh like a monkey anything Oh, that's a great game for people. Yeah. Oh, and you can just think of lots of different different animals or yeah. laugh like a clown or laugh like a wolf. Yeah, laugh like the queen. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's brilliant. I'm going to do yeah. that. It's Bernstein in Scotland. Uh, so oh, it is, yeah. I'll be doing that as part of our Burns Night Supper. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Good idea. Laugh like a bagpipe. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's a good one. I'll be trying that. So do you... <laughs> uh, do you um, teach... Are you teaching people in the UK when you're over there too online or do you do mainly face-to-face? Right, so um, I think we're allowed to teach face-to-face. -face. I have done online trainings. Um, it's obviously better face-to-face. -face. So yes, I teach from my home at the Fintorm um, community, um, as I say, up in the Highlands. So people come and, uh, and, and incorporate it into you know, a great couple of days of being in the Highlands and looking around this amazing community so it's more like a little holiday nice. yeah and the day how long are the days then for the training um yeah from 10 till 5 both days and um what makes me unique i mean i'm i am a very experienced laughter trainer because i am very willing to take people on a one-to-one -one basis not many people would do that in the in the uk so um consequently i've led hundreds of trainings because i don't wait for a big group to build up yeah. you know and um and it's a certified training from dr kataria's organization 
And that's the other thing about teaching online. It isn't certified from the organization. One still has to meet the um, trainer in person at some point. So I'd much rather just do it face to face. Yeah. What a love. It looks gorgeous in Bendhor. I mean, the beaches and do you feel, have you lived there for long? I've lived there for 17 years. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Not since the beginning, because it's 60 years old now, the community. But um, yeah, I've lived there for 16. Wow, what took you that way? Um, I just liked going up. There were different conferences. Mm -hmm. I used to go up, I used to live in Yorkshire. And um, I just... just it came it dawned upon me slowly that this was the place I'd quite like to you know spend more time at so it was a slow process it took several years coming and going and I now live in the heart of it wow oh, and do you go to the beach every day I've actually got a beach hut on Fintorn Beach so it's completely wonderful oh goodness. so I go to the beach every day yeah and make a cup of tea in my beach hut and sit and watch the sea. Oh. So if you come up, Jojo, we'll have a visit to my beach hut. Oh, that sounds amazing. Yeah. Well, between the, all the laughter and the, the sea, your mojo must be flying. You must be. <laughs> yeah. Well, I will put all the details in the notes and. Um, hopefully lots of people will be really interested in laughter yoga i know i am so thank you for talking to us about your passion well, thank you for asking me you know it's really really amazing and it's you know what you're saying about the power of laughter and also about the oxygen and how we need fresh oxygen it's really interesting you know so, it makes sense doesn't it yeah it definitely does um, we need a lot more of that in our life so so keep laughing. Yeah, yeah, you too. <laughs> you too, Jojo. And uh, have a great Burns night tonight. Oh, I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to our laughter games that we're going to play. <laughs> Are you going to play some laughter? You're going to do that, yeah. I think we're going to do that. Oh, I meant to ask as well, what's your mojo song? Is there a song that helps you fire up that mojo and dance around or just feel really good and connected to who you are? Well, it depends if you're talking individually or in a group. So when I'm in my groups, um, I often, especially if they're older groups, um, I often start with the old okie-cokie. Um, uh, you know, the mixture of the movement and the song um, and we replace the um, the sound with some laughter sounds instead of the traditional words, and that goes down really well. <laughs> Brings me back to my childhood. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> what about for um, you? Sorry. What about for you? Just on your own, what song would you go? Just for me on my own. Um, yeah, there's a song about. Oh, what's it called? Um, the little monkey. Um, it's 
it's like an African song and it's got a really good beat. I'm just going to see if I can see it. Um, da, 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 da. <laughs> Bo Bong. And it's called, and it's by Manu, M-A-N-U and C-H-A-O. Manu, Manu Chow. Bongo Bong. Very beaty, upbeat, fun. Amazing. I love it. I'm going to have a one dance around my kitchen to that. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Okay, check it out, guys. King of the Bongo. King of the Bongo. Bongo Bong. Mano Chow. King of the Bongo. King of the Bongo. Check it, move it, twerk it. Oh yeah, baby. Oh yeah. I'm off to twerk, guys. All the love. Get on your playlist. Shake it with me. You got this. See you next week. King of the bongo. King of the bongo.